Our topic with consumer protection this week is COVID cancellation rates because COVID is still around. It will likely be around for a while longer. And as we know, there are people whose travel arrangements are being changed on a fairly regular basis. So, Tom, is consumer protection still seeing complaints around cancellations due to COVID? We are. Uh, we're still seeing a lot of inquiries and complaints. We're seeing, especially with the spot lockdowns, you know, the ones that happened in Perth earlier this year, uh, things in, in Melbourne in particular, people might have been travelling there for family, friends, work, holidays, that sort of thing. So, as you said, it's definitely an ongoing consideration, something that people need to keep in mind. If they're looking at travelling or needing to travel, uh, bear in mind there's always that risk for now of a spanner in the works due to COVID. So what happens if you have a booking to fly somewhere, but then the place that you're going to goes into lockdown? Yeah, um, it's it's certainly something you have to be thinking of. I'd say before you make that booking, check what the you know the terms and conditions are. Ask that question. You know, if I can I go? If I go. Do I think I'll be able to come back? We, we just don't know the answers to that. So make sure you're planning so it's not the absolute end of the world. If you are stuck somewhere or have to accommodate or, or change around plans, you're a bit prepared for it at least. Because one thing we do know is that you're not automatically going to get a refund. And if you do, it's unlikely to be very quickly. You know, we're still seeing some dragging on about refunds taking three months, four months and things, even when people are entitled to it. Uh, so... Just bearing that in mind before you head off or, or make that booking. What sort of things are refundable? Is that just airlines or accommodation as well? It can be anything you, you may be entitled to a refund. The imperative thing is you check the terms and conditions. So a lot of people, especially when you're booking online, it says click here to accept the terms and conditions and you just check that box. You've got to read those now. Um, you need to click on the blue link, open it up, read what the terms and conditions are and, and just do Control F, COVID. You know, that's that'll bring up a little find and it will scan and see if there's in there and it will come in or control F and cancel and then you know that type the word cancel and you'll be able to find where you you know where the quick points are without having to read through all sixty pages or whatever it is. And, and the travel risks go several ways. So it's not just people who are booking to go somewhere and that place goes into lockdown. There's also while you're away that place goes into lockdown, does that impact how you get to come back and also while you're away the place that you're returning to goes into lockdown or the place that you're transiting through goes into lockdown so there's all sorts of variations are, are the consumer rights the same yeah and I'll add on to that as well there's the after the fact lockdowns as well or after the fact quarantines people that were in melbourne from may 15th and so you might have been home for five days back at work and then suddenly you have to go back into lockdown so those things you, you've got to keep in mind and, and I guess weigh it up It's a personal decision whether you still want to do that or need to do that or have to do that and what the implications are because, yeah, if you decide to pull the pin, uh, say you've got a booking to go down south from Broome here and you think, yeah, I'm going down, I'm going down to see my family, I just need to see them, it's been too long, you need to be aware that they might go into lockdown. You might be able to come back here but you have to go into quarantine or the flights might get moved around or your accommodation probably will still be able to take you. But then if you change your mind because there's an, an outbreak before you go and say, oh, I don't want to go anymore, you're not automatically entitled to a refund there. If they can still provide the service, so with the accommodation, for example, if you've booked a, an accommodation room down there and they say, well, your room will be available, we, you've made the booking, our terms and conditions say that you have to cancel with seven days' notice for a refund. 
it's less than seven days, so we're keeping your money. You've then got to decide, well, if I don't use that, I'll lose my money. But by the same token, you shouldn't get nothing for it. If, if you've made that booking and they say they're not refunding it, well, they've got to keep a room available for you. They, they can't just go and rent it out to someone else. So you might have friends who could stay there, might be someone else. or You might even just give them a call and say, look, I know your terms and conditions say this, but if you can get someone else to book in there, I'm willing to let it go and you give me half my money back or things like that. So there are some creative alternatives, but definitely sounds like it makes a difference whether you're cancelling or a cancellation happens because there is a lockdown versus there's a risk of a lockdown. That's right. The, the risk of a lockdown, we unfortunately for now have to assume it's there. So mm. there's, there's always that potential and it can happen very quickly. So you need to keep that in mind. If you cancel because you think it might happen, and it, whether it does or doesn't happen after that, if you cancel without it being in a lockdown, then you're unlikely to get your full money back or, or even a full credit voucher unless the terms and conditions you sign up for say that you will. You touched on it a bit just then, but can some businesses just keep your money even if there is a lockdown on? It depends as to you know, a few things. Firstly, were they still able to provide that service? So with accommodation, most times yes, but a lot of flights, If there's, when lockdowns happen, you see a lot of the flights get cancelled as a result of it because they're not allowed to fly. So if they cancel the service on you, they shouldn't, you shouldn't get nothing for it. They might say, all right, well, our terms are that you can get a credit voucher. So you need to be prepared and have read the terms and conditions so it's not a surprise when they say that. You may consider paying a bit more and getting that fully refundable that you can cancel last minute, you know, up to an hour before the flight and you get a full refund. In that case, you should expect a full refund because you've paid you know, that bit more to get that. Or you might run the gauntlet and say, no, I'll take the cheap fare. And if it happens, it happens. If not, I'll bank it. Or if I have to burn it, I'll burn it. And those are the risks that people need to keep in mind when they're making bookings like that. And again, you mentioned it a little bit earlier, but if a business can't provide the service because of a lockdown, they can't just keep people's money. Is that right? No, so that's where you should be getting something back. Mm. And in most in most events now, uh, the terms and conditions are pointing to credit vouchers. So if you're getting a credit voucher for, from a business for something that you couldn't use and they couldn't provide due to COVID, you also have to have a reasonable amount of time to use it. They can't say, oh, here's a credit voucher, you can use it in the next month. You're like, well, hang on. I'm not, the lockdown might go for 28 days. I'm not mm. coming back. So you need to be given a good enough amount of time we're seeing a lot of them are the credit notes being extended to things like about two years. Generally, flights are offering that. But even then, if you're unable to use it, for example, international travel, that two years from last year, we're already over a year into it. Don't know when they may be able to use it. You'd expect that to be extended or people to be able to get their money back. So should people wait and see what the airline or hotel accommodation tours, etc., offer before they cancel? It's. I guess it's a bit of a risk that, that everyone runs at the moment you you need to decide whether you'd like to cancel and know um, under under the terms and conditions know what you're getting back and just take that if you do that that's where it gets tricky because say you think well I'm, I'm just not keen to go i know victoria's coming out of lockdown and it should be fine next week but i just don't want to go in case it gets extended and so on. so you cancel now they could have still provided the flights and the accommodation and the tours and whatnot. That means you're at, you know, you're falling to what the terms and conditions are. So you either take a credit voucher or the 50% or whatever it was on those things. Then it doesn't matter. If they go ahead and it goes into lockdown, you might have been able to get your full money back. But you're too late. You already took it. If it 
goes ahead and um, they don't go into lockdown, you can't then suddenly, oh, I want to go again and <laughs> try and jump, wheel it back around. It's you need to make that decision at some point. And best I'd say is to check with the terms and conditions or with the provider. What will you get if you cancel now? What will you get if you if it's cancelled on you later? And then make your informed decision from there. And one more scenario uh, for cancellations and changes. What about if, say, the lockdown is due to finish just before a travel booking? Yeah, again, that's that's um, the decision you're going to have to make there around do you want to risk it and, and it may go ahead and, you know, especially when you've got layovers or you're taking a longer trip or lots of things planned on it, do you want to go ahead with it and, and hope for the best or do you expect the worst and, and want to cancel parts of it or cancel all of it and, and then at least cut your losses or so it may be, take your credit vouchers. It's, it's very difficult. You mm. just don't know. We, none of us know when an outbreak or lockdown or whatever might happen, uh, any sort of restrictions. So it does make it difficult. But the main thing there I'd say to consumers is keep this stuff in mind before you're making that booking. If I go, can I go? Will I be able to come back? What will it mean if I can't go? Because the reality is we're not seeing refunds processed quickly. We're not seeing you know people able to use credit vouchers immediately and that sort of thing. So if that's your last couple of hundred dollars and you're counting on going or getting that money back, you might need to think you can on it. So it's becoming easier to travel, but definitely can't make any assumptions about those travel arrangements being disrupted one way or another through COVID. So lots to think about with those plans and decisions. If people have other questions about COVID cancellations, how do they contact Consumer Protection? can ring our free consumer advice line on 1300 30 40 54 because obviously yeah, there's there's a lot of different possibilities so a fair bit to talk through um, or you can get in touch with us through social media at consumer protection western australia is our handle